This is VOA News in Washington. I'm Jeff Custer. U.S. President Joe Biden has suggested there could be a truce in Gaza soon. Israel Hamas, however, indicate there is no deal forthcoming. VOA's Rick Pantaleo has more. President Biden said that Israel has agreed to pause its offensive during the upcoming Muslim holy month of Ramadan if a deal is reached to release some of the hostages held by Hamas. I hope by the beginning of the weekend, I mean the end of the weekend. My, my national security advisor tells me that we're close, we're close, it's not done yet. And my hope is by next Monday we'll have a ceasefire. On Tuesday, Israel and Hamas have both downplayed the idea that a breakthrough was at hand. Talks to pause the fighting are said to have gained momentum recently and were underway Tuesday. And an official deadline for a deal to be reached is said to be the beginning of Ramadan, which should be about March 10th. Rick Pantaleo, VOA News. A Moscow court Tuesday sentenced the co-chair of a Nobel Prize winning rights group to 30 months in prison. AP correspondent Karen Chamas reports. Oleg Orlov was convicted of discrediting the Russian army in an article that he wrote denouncing the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Orlov has said the case against him is politically motivated. The verdict concluded a retrial after Orlov was earlier ordered to pay a fine. The prosecution appealed the fine seeking a harsher punishment. The verdict highlights Moscow's lack of tolerance for any criticism of its war in Ukraine. I'm Karen Chamas. U.S. President Joe Biden employed the top four leaders of Congress Tuesday to act quickly to avoid a looming government shutdown early next month and pass emergency aid funding for Ukraine and Israel as a legislative logjam in the GOP-led House shows no signs of abating. You'll find this and all the stories we're covering on our website, voanews.com, 24 hours a day. This is VOA News. A day after French President Emmanuel Macron said he would consider sending troops to Ukraine, NATO members Germany and Poland announced they were not sending troops to Ukraine, as did NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg. The European Commission Tuesday also reaffirmed its support for Ukraine, but said it was not sending troops into the country. At a Brussels news briefing, Commission spokesman Peter Spano said the European Commission and European Union member nations will continue to support Ukraine in every other way. There is no decision at the EU level about any kind of uh, sending of troop, troops or ground forces to Ukraine to fight. At this stage, the consensus in the European Union at the EU level is to give Ukraine whatever it takes, uh, for how long it takes, uh, so that Ukraine can win its uh, rightful war of defense. The Kremlin Tuesday warned any direct conflict between NATO member nations and Russia would be inevitable if the alliance sends combat troops into Ukraine. U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said Tuesday if Afghanistan's laws not allowing women to learn to learn and work are crippling that nation's economy. Delivering remarks at the opening of the Alliance for Afghan Women's Economic Resilience Summit in Washington Tuesday, Blinken said told the audience the Taliban's restrictions are suffocating Afghanistan's potential. If women and girls were able to learn, able to work, the whole country would benefit. Women could put food on their families' tables they would add over a billion dollars to the Afghan economy. Economic opportunity is a prerequisite for sustainable peace and sustainable security, so women's contributions would also help create a more resilient society. The Alliance for Afghan Women's Economic Resilience, or AWER, summit is a public-private partnership between the Department of State and Boston University, launched by Blinken in 2022. He said the effort is making a difference in Afghanistan. 
A private-funded U.S. lunar lander is expected to stop working Tuesday. Its mission cut short after it landed sideways near the south pole of the moon. Last Thursday, the Odysseus lander, carrying experiments for NASA, made the, US, the first U.S. touchdown on the moon in more than 50 years, landing about 300 kilometers from the moon's south pole. Officials with the private space company Intuitive Machines said the lander came in too fast and the foot of one of its six legs caught on the surface and it landed sideways, preventing its power-providing solar panels from getting a full charge and cutting its mission short. Former Jet Propulsion Laboratory engineer Jason Rabinovich told the Associated Press the company needs to remember the simple fact that space is hard. And it doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're trying to land on the moon, if you're trying to land on Mars, just sending things to orbit, launching on a rocket, space is full of challenges. It's a very extreme environment. Landing anywhere is also super challenging. You have to deal with hazards, touching down safely, making sure you don't roll over. In Washington, I'm Jeff Custer. This is VOA News.